Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She is a mom and a Huffington Post contributor, <laughs> author of the children's book Little Libby and the Right to Vote, Let's give a warm welcome to Katie Massa Kennedy. Welcome. <gasps> Thank you. It is a pleasure as always. And I don't know if you noticed, but I just sneezed while you're doing the introduction, which I think in this culture means good luck. And also, <laughs> um, I'm sounding particularly good today. Yes, you are. And uh, did not catch the sneeze, but Gesundheit comes out loose. And be careful with that because if you're not careful, our next panelist just might ask for your phlegm she is a comedian a mom and a strong woman extraordinaire she's got a comedy special called i'm crowning which you can catch on amazon voodoo and comcast just to name a few of the many platforms where it appears she is appearing here today liz stewart welcome Hello, thank you for having me. I have a four-year-old downstairs. Oh my gosh, is that my alarm? It's set to Eye of the Tiger going off. Um, <laughs> I, I love Rocky. I have pictures of Rocky uh, uh, throughout the house. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to go in uh, one more round, Come even when there. I'm tired. Because, uh, you know, it, that's what makes all the difference in your life. So thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. You know, it's funny. I noticed there's a new documentary about Frank Stallone coming out. And I am i haven't seen it, but uh, I'm guessing it will probably be in my top three Rocky films. So Frank Stallone is awesome. And he is fantastic as the bartender in Barfly. If oh, you God, haven't yeah. seen the movie Barfly. Turn off the podcast, come back to it later, and go watch <laughs> the movie Barfly, Faye Dunaway, Mickey, um, Rourke. Was it Mickey Rourke, Tom Waits, Frank Stallone is the bartender, and the only time you'll ever hear the phrase, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, and when your mother's crying at the funeral, I'm going to goose her. Like, it's like, it's... <laughs> it's and I that was... That was back when Mickey Rourke had his original face, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. He's like dirty underwear, walking around, drinking other people's booze. It's so much fun. It's a really, it's a love story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, um, I was uh, eating in a rest. this was years ago, but I was eating in a restaurant in Los- here in Los Angeles with a friend of mine, and uh, who comes up to our table to just kind of uh, join in the conversation and, and chit chat was um, Paulie. Paulie. From Rocky. And then he ended up sitting at, we invited him to sit at the table and we, we basically had dinner together. Oh, Bert Young. <gasps> awesome. What was his name? Bert Robert Young. Burton or something? Bert Young. Yeah. 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 Do you have his phone number? I'm writing a screenplay <laughs> and he would be great. For one of the mafia people. He was in uh, <laughs> his phone number. Russian Doll. Uh, was he? Oh, was he really? Yeah. He, he really? Like, it was just a, he was like one of the neighbors when uh, Natasha Leone's character is trying to get back into the building. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're right. Right, right, right. And also, he, he, did, he did a little sketch of the two of us. He made a little sketch of the oh, two no of us. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. God, that's, you know, I miss random celebrity encounters. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're so spoiled in LA and I, 
I've probably talked about this on the show before, but I've, I've lived out here for like 20 years, but I still have that Midwestern thing that when I see a celebrity, I just think it's someone who looks like the celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, come on. What the fuck would Ben Stiller be doing at yogurt land? You know, or where I haven't been a yogurt land in years either. I, I don't know, but yeah, I miss that. And it is, it is, well, we'll talk about that. Let's, let's introduce the rest of the panel, which consists largely of someone who's here every week. He is a comedian, a scholar, and you know him as the black voice of reason. It is always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here with the ladies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they are the, uh, how should we say, the Phyllis Diller and Lucille Ball of the uh, of the crew here. You I, know? Oh, yeah. Which one's which? Yeah, which one's which? <laughs> I mean, which one's which? Oh, come on. Why you guys got it? Oh, just like a woman. Just can't take I gave the compliments. Like, okay, which one am I? Which one am I? I think <laughs> I'm probably Phyllis Diller because I go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or you could be Lucille because you are all over the place. So yeah, yeah, you could, and you know, you and Cooper and Ricky and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we sleep in separate beds. It's totally weird. Wow. Yeah, you guys are mandated by the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, what you were saying about um seeing celebrities there you reminded me of that like that adam sandler story where he said where he says that he was i can't remember where he was but someone said you look just like oh who's that guy you look just like guy uh, he's like adam sandler and he's like he's like oh yeah you look just like him and it was like maybe a maybe someone at a restaurant was like so what's your name and he's like adam sandler and the person goes what a coincidence <laughs> I actually had a, a similar experience with uh, Tom Lennon from uh, you know the state and Reno nine one one and wrote uh, the Night at the oh. Museum movies among so many other things. But a few years back, Morrissey did like a ten night stint, or it was supposed to be a ten night stint at the Palladium, and then uh, the the plumbing blew up, so it got like canceled halfway through and rebooked anyway had a a large group of friends that were going to the show and we were grabbing a drink uh, across the street at bowery before the show and bowery the the bathrooms were like sort of in an off building out the back deck so i'm uh hanging out with a buddy we're waiting in line for the bathroom and tom lennon walks out and my my buddy jeff is like a huge reno 911 fan and He's worked in the entertainment industry for for a long enough time that, you know, not the type of person you expect to get, like, freaked out over a celebrity sighting. But he was, like, instantly, like, high school kid, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, dude, 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 is that Tom Leonard? Oh, my God, is that him? And, you know, much like the, the Midwesterner, I also don't necessarily think about how tall people are and tom lennon's you know kind of a short guy and so as he's walking by i i go excuse me has anyone ever told you you look like thomas lennon 
And he goes, well, I am Thomas Lennon. And so I, I just let Jeff run the conversation from there because, you know, mm-hmm. and so finally he he's like, yeah, I'm going to see Morrissey too. And I'm uh, having drinks with my friends before the show. So I'm going to get back to the drinks. And I'm like, hey, what, uh, before you go, uh, like very nice meeting you. But one more question. Uh, so people do tell you you look like Thomas Lennon. <laughs> and he, uh-huh. he goes, yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, me, I I look like Dr. David Robinson, uh, which is somewhat fortunate because, coincidentally, that is exactly who I am. I am also your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. And as you have already witnessed, we do have plenty to talk about this week. But first, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America. And people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. The UK variant goes great with period dramas and tea with milk in it. The California variant made with avocados from Mexico. And the Brazilian variant that goes down so smooth it's like there's nothing there. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. And speaking of what time it is, it is the 11th Saturday of the new year. And being the 13th of March, that also means it's Earmuff Day, Canine Veterans Day, because every dog has its day. But today, the dogs who are veterans. So thank you for your service. Who's a good boy? Who's a good girl? Oh. Uh, it's also National Good Samaritan Day and National Open an Umbrella Indoors Day. Because I guess after a year of being in a variety of pandemic lockdowns, you've pretty much done everything else indoors. So National Open and Umbrella Indoors Day. What the fuck? Why not? Liz, you you look puzzled. Well, that just isn't isn't that bad luck? I well, I guess so. It's I wasn't able to find out much about it other than that it was started in two thousand three. And, you know, as, as we've talked about on this show, shit's been going downhill a lot longer than just 2003. So I I think there may be a causation correlation thing there, but, uh, I don't know, maybe it's to disprove the, the belief that it's bad luck. It sounds like a holiday started by my four-year-old who always wants to like, um, open her, uh, umbrella inside. And I'm like, no, 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 it's bad luck. It's bad luck. Cause like all of these like good luck, bad luck stuff is like, Really, just to like 
like get people not to put their shoes on the bed or get raindrops all over the house. They're like, you know, like, oh, you can't put your shoes on the bed. It's bad luck. Or as BJ Thomas warned us, uh, you know, because raindrops kept falling on his bed. (laughs) 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 You know, I haven't watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid in a long time. Maybe we'll do that this weekend. That could be fun. But, oh. It is uh, it is the 11th day. We are 52, or the 11th Saturday, rather. Uh, we are 52 days into the Biden administration. And as of today, we've got... Timpani. 532,058 Americans dead from the coronavirus. And 29,373,900 confirmed cases, with about 66 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, and about 35 million of them are fully vaccinated. Also, yeah, yeah we're, we're getting there. We're making progress. And uh, unfortunately, not making as much progress. We still have 506 immigrant children. Uh, but they do stand a chance of being reunited with their parents, like the 105 kids whose parents have been found, because it is no longer Donald Trump's America. But, you know, I I guess I want to start by talking about the coronavirus, as I I started to say, but wanted to save it. Uh, This is our coronaversary show. It is one year since we've been doing actually i think next week is going to be one year because if i'm not mistaken march 14th last year was our last show with live in studio panel and we've been we've been doing it uh, via the skype ever since a couple other platforms that we tried throughout the way but uh found that skype is the best so skype send us money Send us money for advertising your wonderful, wonderful service. So it it has been a year. And Liz, I think you were off for a minute when we were talking pre-show. But as Katie informed me, it's looking like in-person schooling is going to be happening uh, here in L.A. at the end of the month. Theaters, I think, uh, bars, salons, and gyms are reopening at reduced capacity here in California, which, I mean, it's not Texas, you know, where, hey, no masks, no restrictions. But I'm still, you know, maybe this is just the old Jew in me, but I'm I'm really reluctant. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, great, now that all these other things are opening up, I'm going to have to be even more careful than usual. I'm already double masking. Mm-hmm. But what what do you guys mm-hmm. think? Are is is the time right? Has anyone in mass, not anyone like in this group here, but do do we think people have learned enough that we can responsibly reopen things, or are we not going 100%. back to wild west? No, I, I don't think hundred percent because who was that? The head doctor of the CDC stated just because we you know we're getting a vaccine, we're, we're not there yet. Just just. Have a little bit more patience. But, you know, Texas and this whole thing, you're taking my freedom by making me wear a mask or, you know, social distancing. I mean, you know, 
it, it, I don't, you know, Americans are just assholes, and I don't think that they they get it, and they don't care about other people. It's exposing how selfish they are, and and um, it didn't need to be this way. It just really didn't need to be this way. Yeah, yeah time and the thing that makes the the Texas what's happening in Texas so uniquely horrible is that I understand coming out with we need to open these restaurants we need to open these businesses we we you know we have it somewhat and there's there's we're in a better place than we were it's time to start you know reopening things i understand that train of thought what i don't understand is we're not doing masks anymore like what's right. the i don't understand that that just well, is do you know what I mean? Like it's and, just so vile to me. I mean, just looking <laughs> at the the past month in news, and Liz, no offense, and definitely no offense to any of my other Texan friends. Some who are back there, some who are out here. You know, they're everywhere. Oh, I thought you were going to say no offense to all the people who have guns, because that is sensible. No, sensible but, for you to say. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's I'm I am safely ensconced at Treasonable Studios. They can't hurt me here. But the the biggest problem I think with Texas relaxing the standards is it's being done by Texans, and by that I mean. When he announced the end of the restrictions, Governor Greg Abbott said, I I think we can trust people to do the right thing. And this is coming from the governor of a state where trusting energy companies to do the right thing, for instance, and self-regulate, trusting them to do that led to huge blackouts and people losing, you know, their, their pipes freezing, losing power in the middle of the pandemic lockdown, dealing, you know, with epic global climate change effects that they're still denying. And so I'm certainly not all Texans, but as a group, I, I gotta say Texans, are not the people that I would necessarily trust to to self-regulate effectively. No. Well, the the Texan and Texans in government aren't, but also there's a large like right now it's like 51% of Texans are idiots and the numbers going down, but like Greg Abbott <laughs> Greg Wait, what's Abbott, the 51%? Well, it's the people who voted for Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz, oh, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like yeah, yeah. um like if Beto O'Rourke were governor, I, we could say, oh, yeah, I trust Texas to be able to reopen, you know? Yeah, but, like back um, in the Ann Richards Abbott, days. Yeah, Greg Abbott got his shot, and so that's why he's like, let everybody just open and die, you know? And in Texas, I love Texas, but also in Texas, you can pay people to let you wrestle an alligator, you know, like, like (laughs) we, you know, and I went to that festival, it's the alligator festival at Anahuac, Texas. And you get a school bus to drive you from the parking lot to the place where you wrestle an alligator. How long Um, is the waiver you got to sign before you do that? (laughs) I didn't do that. Well, no, no. For the alligators. But yeah, I think it's just like those waivers that you sign before, like you pet a tiger or something like that, where you're like, oh, if I die, I die, right? You know, it's like very Drago, um, or Ivan Drago. <laughs> if I die, I die. Um, it's, it's in Rocky IV, but like the reverse. It's the reverse Drago. Um, but but um, Is that like reverse you know, cowgirl? It's, it's, but it's like Russian, so it's like... <laughs> oh. 
<la> the Siberian cow. So you don't. Cowgirl. So it's Russian. So you don't know you're getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, but you're like very cold and wondering why. Um, uh, <laughs> I will destroy so, yeah, the blanket. He, he shouldn't be in charge. It's just too early. But I think that is going to be the next governor. And then on our next pandemic, I think Texas will do well. I think we'll knock it out of the park next pandemic. I, you know, I or I certainly don't want to plant any seeds and. And I, you know, I don't want to be accused of spreading any misinformation, but you mentioned the next pandemic. And if I can just put this out there for the Texans, I don't know that this would work, but it's one of those things that it might not hurt to try. First of all, you're going to need to uh, capture Ted Cruz, and then you're going to need to build a giant wicker man and uh, yes, basically... Yes. From there, I'll I'll let you watch uh, either the original Wicker Man movie with uh, Christopher Lee and and Edward Woodward, or the the epic uh, reimagining with Nicolas Cage and and the bees. Oh God, the bees! Just a thought. I I'm not saying oh, human the- sacrifice is the way to go, but Ted Cruz maybe He's worth not a shot. Human, so yeah, like it's like I think that's legal. Oh, oh, Ted Cruz. This is so delicious. He tweeted out like a, a graphic that had a picture of Joe Biden and it said something about the first days. And it said Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden's first, what, February, March, like whatever, 40 days or whatever. Boring, but radical. I was like, ooh, music to my ears. That's, <laughs> the, that's, the yeah, that's like the 2024 criticism right now. Boring, but radical. Oh, well, they don't have any, they don't have anything to say. I mean, it, it, they're trying. I mean, they even went after a pregnant soldier. The the women and um, we're talking about the guy that. Uh, oh yeah. Carlson, oh yeah, fucker uh, Carlson. Yeah, fucker. Like Carlson. the vaginal de- His his original name was vaginal dehydrator the third, but he changed it to Tucker Carlson because he thought that first one was too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I want something that really drives it up. Tucker Carlson, they shall call me. <clears throat> Tucker Carlson. Seriously, where do they get these people? Madison Cawthorn. Jesus. Oh. Jesus. And what's with the guys in the way, man? You know, we don't want to be rude, but you know, Abbott's in a wheelchair, and that guy Madison Carthens in a wheelchair, and they're both assholes. What's well, the, it's I don't know. It's well, it's God. like you know. <laughs> Well, thank God women can at least outrun them now. And they're all because, well, uh, Madison Cawthorn used to drive women mind. out into a field, you know, or like miles away from where anyone can hear you scream, to quote Pee-wee. But yeah, he didn't need his legs to, to sexually harass uh, women in college. And he went to one of them Bible mm-hmm. colleges, if I'm not mistaken. Where did he go? Like, that goes beyond harassment. Like, like you know, digital penetration is rape. You know, that's a form, you know, like, uh, oh, wait a minute. I thought digital penetration down. were the guys who did the Humpty yes. dance. <laughs> did the, did the safety digital dance? underground. No, no, no. That's digital, men without hats. Oh, the Humpty dance. Yeah. Oh, digital. <laughs> well, you know, in the, in the public restroom, I use the handicap stall. And you know what? I don't feel badly about it at all because when it comes to the people waiting in line behind me who need that stall, they're handicapped maybe with the legs, but not with the patience. <laughs> you know, a buddy of mine got a uh, buddy of mine got a ticket at at three o'clock in the morning because he parked in a handicap spot, mm. and it was three in the morning. And when the cop was putting the ticket on, he said, I "said Dude, it's three in the morning." 
He said, yeah. He said, well, they're not coming. <laughs> they're not coming. You're giving me a ticket? Shit, I, I'm just going to run into 7-Eleven. They're not coming. What, what you know, they could. That's, you know, I mean, have you ever, like, watched someone, like, get into a wheelchair-accessible van? That shit takes time. So, like, 10 p.m., you want you want a pack of smokes, might I, take I until 3 to get to 7-Eleven. <laughs> I did see a guy, you know, I don't know if you ever saw those wrestling matches where the guy doesn't have any legs and he's wrestling <laughs> and he, and he pinned, he pinned, can you imagine getting pinned by a half man? Oh, I, yeah. Dude's I remember arms, you talking dude, about dude's this. His arms were massive and it's this black dude, man. He was pinning these dudes and it's like, it's like something. I remember that movie, the mummy, what they did. The, the, the Boris Karloff or the, the, uh, Brendan Fraser. Brandon Fraser's where they were running around on the on the walls as he was driving away in the bus. Right, right. After. Oh, it was like yeah. that. Yeah. That's that another one. Or Basket Case. Have you ever seen Basket Case? <laughs> yeah. A classic. A classic. A guy a guy's twin brother is growing out of the side of his torso and he just acts like he's carrying a basket everywhere so that he and when people are like, Oh, what's in the basket? And they like lean in, like his 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 torso brother eats him. Yeah. Basket case, dude. Good stuff. Stop what you're no. doing. Go no. watch Basket Case. No, Liz, no. No, it is a, it <laughs> no. is an 80s no, horror classic. Not. It's awesome. I also, what's Brandon Fraser up to? He's just back in a new movie, isn't he? He's got a new movie. New, new, yeah. Something okay. out. Yeah. I know I he did. Uh, what was that? He was oh, in the, uh, the DC Network's uh, Doom Patrol show. Uh, oh. Where, where he was. He was very endearing you know still oh, all right yeah oh good that's nice it, it he truly seems like is. a nice fellow <laughs> he seems like a nice fellow you know what else i'm going to tell you something that's about to change your life because you're never going to stop thinking about it when i was in high school the shot putter on my track team said this i get the handicap stall because it's big and i like it <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, there, there you go. Just remember that. That was Gina Iacono. Just don't forget that. <laughs> don't forget that. I, yeah, I, I have plenty of thoughts, but nothing to nothing positive to add to that. Okay. But yeah, okay. no, I think, you know, handicap stall is it's open season and really you can't complain about the roominess. Although if you, if you are in, you know, like a public place, well, I mean, not like a lot of us have handicapped stalls at home, but yeah, you know, maybe just, uh, give a glance around the Starbucks or whatever. Well, they only have one big room, but the point being, take a look around. If, if it doesn't look like anyone's got wheels on their chair, take your time, relax, kick take back, enjoy the space, Sit. explore Sit the space. Down. Read a book. Bring in a copy of The Stand. Just read all. You know, I. 600 pages of that shit. I I need to uh, reread The Talisman because I heard they're they're making a miniseries from uh, Black House, the sequel to to Peter Straub and Stephen King's epic masterpiece that was, I think, nearly as long as The Stand. We should have a. Uh, I love. I love Stephen King. We should have a Stephen King book club. And oh, uh, I totally there. I mean, like, yeah, I, I love horror. Everything horror, you know. 
and my and poor Ripley. You know, she's like, "Mommy, stop watching scary shows." <laughs> You're like, "Honey, it's just the news." <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, how great is it that we don't have to have the news on all the time? Like, I'll tune in every now and then. But it's not like on completely because I'm not like listening for like, all right, we have to get in the streets now. And like, and like, oh, you know what? Uh, you know, Jeff Sessions just made being a woman illegal. And then I have to like, <laughs> like manufacture, like, get a strap on and pretend like talk with a deeper voice just so I don't get sent to the camps, you know? Like, <laughs> like, a, like a, American Yentl. Isn't it nice? American Yentl. <laughs> Yentl. But I'm I'm a vegetarian, so I'm American lentil. Hello. Ooh. Oh my god. American Someone lentil. kill me. The stuff the stuff what, just writes are, itself. Liz? You know what you are, Liz? You're boring but radical. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's gonna be on my tombstone. Well, as as long as we are on the topic, I, I do have to say Donald Trump has not completely exited the news cycle. And what what I love is that uh, this week's big Trump story. Well, first of all, the well the the overarching story is that he issued a cease and desist order to the Republican National Committee against using his likeness or image, which oh, I I think so good. is hilarious, especially yes, yes. in the sense of how many cease and desist notices he has gotten from musicians to stop using their songs at his rallies, mm-hmm. which he has not respected. But so he sends, he sends this cease and desist order and uh, the, uh, the RNC, like Rachel Maddow had a great thing on it the other night where they're basically like in Kevin Bacon and animal house, you know, thank you, sir. May I have another, um, <laughs> I love but that. yeah, they, they so they came back with uh dude, we, we put you in the white house we can use your image. You're a public figure. So he came back with a statement basically telling all his followers, do not give money to the Republican national committee. Just give it all to me and my pack, which is basically giving it to him because there's no restrictions on how the money given to his pack can be spent. So, you know, I mentioned that I mentioned the songs that, uh, Amazingly, he never got a cease and desist order from the village people, but I guess with, you know, most sporting events going without audience, they needed to get the royalties on YMCA somehow. But I was, I was thinking about this. Maybe it's time for him to give up YMCA and switch to like Steve Miller band, take the money and run. Or he could go with, uh, if he wants to stay with like the gay icon thing, he can go with the Queen song, I Want It All. Or if he wants to to try and steal like audience from Beto, go old school punk. And, uh, you know, Beto quoted The Clash. Donald Trump can go black flag with gimme, gimme, gimme. How about, how about, I think, I think, uh, or, or I'd like to just toss this into the mix. Um, uh, Eric Clapton's cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine. (laughs) Well, that's Don Jr.'s song. (laughs) Maybe a little more. Isn't that Don Jr.'s, uh, tune or do you think he's snorting Adderall just like his old man? Oh yeah. They're both snorting Adderall and cocaine. Like, um, apparently, I mean, uh, I follow this guy, Dr. Jack Brown on Twitter 
And he um, uh, does uh, body language analysis, and he's fantastic. And he has this one video where he slowed it down, and you can see large white particulates being shot out of Donald Trump's mouth while he's speaking. And even through uh, coming out of both of his mouth and his nose, indicating that the rumors are true, he has done so much cocaine and Adderall and snorted it so much that not only does he crap his pants all the time, and that's why he won't let the maids change his sheets and he puts them in the bathtub before they get there, but also he's had to have part of his hard palate rebuilt and it uses like a denture. He uses like his dentures to keep it in place and that's why his dentures are always slipping because not only does he have like his teeth are gone, but part of his hard palate is gone too. And that's, yeah, and it, Dr. Jack Brown, follow him. Yeah, like father, like son. I was you know, say the cocaine so. doesn't fall far from the tree, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Donald Trump truly is empty-headed. Yes, or, yes. Or what yes. was there has been reconstructed. Therefore, is it really Theseus's ship? I don't know. <laughs> uh, WandaVision shout out. Very nice. A little bit. A little bit of a reference. Very nice. Thank you very much. Very nice. So one, hey, Yep. Oh, I was going to say, um, uh, Lara Trump, uh, I just saw today, is uh, stealing from a dog's charity. Oh, is it dogs yeah, with cancer? Is she she keeping? Is it just like the stealing from a charity thing that she's got in common with the rest of the family, or is it? Yep. It, well, it's like at Mar-a-Lago, they have big dogs rescue, um, and uh, they were been siphoning millions uh, through that uh, to put into their own pockets. Uh, See, so I she would... steals from dogs and shelters, and Eric steals from uh, kids, from kids with, cancer. with cancer. And they both, um, when you picture them having sex, steal all of our libidos. So, which is why I try not to picture that. <laughs> I picture it just for fun. Um, you know, actually, I would think you know if if the Trumps had a charity called like Big Dog Charity, it's not for actual canines so much as for all of Don Jr. and Eric's friends who, hey, Big Dog, what's happening? It's, it's, yeah, this is, this is not money being stolen. Uh, it's, it's just misdirected marketing. They all hookers. Well, yeah, they be hoes. They that, be that, big old right. hoes. True that, my friend. But, uh, so <laughs> we, I, I forget how I was going to make this jump. Oh, cause, uh, the WandaVision <laughs> thing. Well, no, I know where I'm going. I just forgot how I was getting there. Uh, the, you know, Liz caught the WandaVision drop. Which was probably uh, one of the biggest three TV events of the past week. There was the WandaVision season slash series finale. There was the Oprah interview with the X-Royals. And there was Joe Biden's speech commemorating America's coronaversary, but also big announcement on the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package that was passed and yeah we talked earlier in the show about getting our money a lot of people gonna get their money kids being taken out of poverty families being taken out of poverty cats and dogs living together mass hysteria no this is this is kind of amazing it is oh, it is an, yeah such Sorry, a relief it is a relief for individuals 
But my God, I also read an article and I, I was reading an analysis of it in CNN, and this is going to absolutely make our economy go through the roof. Well, like, you saw McConnell's pissed trying to take away from what we're what what Joe did. Some of well, they're trying to ride the wave. We it was already getting better, you know, and it's like. Yeah, okay, then why are Republicans voting for this? It was, it, we have 70% of Americans, that's your bipartisan. They, yeah, right and zero that. Republicans in Congress. Yes, so that, and that needs to be exposed even more, that your own Republican people are saying, look, we're hurting, dude, we need money. Yeah, but doesn't it just warm your heart to, to see a corporation getting huge tax breaks? Isn't isn't oh, that God. going to fulfill your needs and put food on your table? Oh, so I, disgusting! But it, I, but the analysis that I read said that this is going to be such this stimulus is going to be the coronavirus recovery and and coupled with this stimulus package is going to be such a huge shot of adrenaline that our economy may may surpass China's. And if you're worried that people are just going to spend it on booze and drugs, well, you know, get on your Robinhood account and buy stock in the booze and drug companies because <laughs> you can you can buy that now, which is great. But I, one of the things that I think is interesting because, yeah, the Republicans have come out across the board against the bill, even the ones who have been trying to take credit for some of the good parts. But well, that it, Wicker? It, Wicker's ass in Mississippi. Yeah. Well, it got it got me to thinking about four, well, like more than four years ago, but when Donald Trump was given the election in 2016, there were there were a lot of Democrats who, you know, maybe I lost a little bit of respect for them at the time, but I I did appreciate their optimism of sorts, and these are these are the Democrats in office uh, in Congress who said, look, I don't like the man. I, I think it's, it's a travesty that he's going to the white house, but he's the president of the United States. And I don't want him to fail because if he fails, then America fails. Fast forward four years when we came really close to America failing because he didn't fail republicans can't even muster that pro-american belief that look we don't like joe biden but if he succeeds then america succeeds they don't want america to succeed especially on the democrats watch well it's amazing that uh, i even i had this debate on facebook I said to the guy who's uh, you know talking about Biden, I said, so you want Biden to fail. Don't you understand that if he fails, the country fails? How can you just, I mean, where has it, it, we're so divided, you know, with this cultural crap that, you know, they want you to fail. He, I mean, you know, let's not forget that uh, that's why they're doing this stimulus plan because of what Mitch McConnell did to Obama. Yeah. He wanted to screw Obama. They kept, I mean, it was also Summers who told him to do the small fucking uh, stimulus package when he should have did. He should have went big back then, which took it so long for him to, re for us to recover. Well, it's like the Republicans really enjoyed saying, you know, for the last four years, elections have consequences. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you know what's so remarkable to me about the Republican Party is that, and it's been, you know, this has been the way for a while, but I'm just talking about this specific moment in our history and the party's history, is that they have no chance at survival except in um, nebulous concepts. You know what I mean? Just kind of the general idea of freedom or the general idea of fiscal responsibility or the general idea of small government. Because once it's actually put into practical use, people don't like it or want it. So it's almost like whenever you catch them, meaning you you really dial down into something right. like an, an, and, and put that idea into a particular policy, it's unpopular. Well, so and I think that's all they've got now. That's that's one of the things that, you know, we've, we've talked so much on this show about how much the Democrats suck at messaging in general. But I think that was one of the other sort of flashbacks I had this week because you're seeing the Republicans come out against the relief package. But do you remember when Obamacare was first being unveiled and you had all these ignorant folks on the right and usually poor folks uh, because they were the ones who stood to benefit the most. So of course they were the ones who it was vital for the Republicans to turn against it to make them vote against their own interests. And you would see these people like on the news being interviewed where they're being asked, you know, like, Oh, well you, you hate Obamacare, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the worst thing ever, right? Oh fuck. Yeah. What about, you know, being able to, and they basically like broke it down into their, into the parts and these people fucking loved it. But when you lump it all together and call right. it Obamacare, they would, you know, they were programmed to go ape shit. Well, I mean, right. and, oh, actually, they, you know, they, the reason why they called it Obamacare, it was called the, the you know, uh, the something affordable uh, care, health care, health care act or something. And they put it because he created, they put that on there and they used it as a way to hate it. Right. Yeah, it was derogatory. It was meant yeah, to be derogatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, you had to do something derogatory. That's the word. Uh, to, you know, say something. If we if we call it this, that way they won't they won't like it. We'll say it was Obama, and that's. I mean, and it, it with them it works. If you say Obama around, I mean, black Republicans or anything, they get man, their eyes get red. <laughs> they get veins bulge out of their head. They hate that guy. Frau Blucher. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just, it, I, I didn't know how badly, like, this girl I've been seeing, her dad is, is a Muslim, he's a black Muslim, you know, and he and he also hated Obama. You know, all he can say is Democrat this, Democrat that, and how much he just couldn't stand the guy. But Obama is a Muslim. He's, he's a secret Muslim, though. That's the there problem, is oh, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. wouldn't be a Muslim out loud. He was a secret Muslim. Yeah, there you go. If you want to know how bad the Democrats are at messaging, the best slogan they have is uh, "boring but radical," and that was. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was developed by the opposition, but it's you know, um, I one of the other things that that happened in the House this week that you know we we've seen some amazing things happen like this relief package, especially that the Democrats are doing without Republican cooperation. And 
it, it makes you wonder like, wow, is there anything we can't accomplish? Which leads me to what the House did this week, which awesomeness. The House passed a couple of gun safety bills. And I I think, you know, that's part of the messaging. Gun safety bills. They're they're not, you know, regulations. They're it's safety bills. Why would you be against safety? But one of the bills uh, expands the background checks that you have to go through when you want to buy a gun. And the other one closes the Charleston loophole, which I recently learned is not a uh, law that says you can buy a gun if people are doing 1920s dances outside your house because you really need it then. Uh, But the Charleston loophole basically allowed you to, if your background check wasn't done in three days, the, the gun was free. No, the gun wasn't free, but you got it without a background check. So the, the closure of the loophole, now it's going to take 10 days before, yeah, all right, fuck it. You, you can't be that angry now. Here's, here's your gun. Give me my money. And they're also, uh, the, the bills also uh, mandate who is actually allowed to sell a gun. And if it's a private transaction between two people, they have to go to a licensed gun dealer to, to broker the whole thing. Uh, so these are, these are all good things. And this passed the house, even, even Adam Kinzinger, who is really positioning himself as the moderate Republican. And I'm sure he's taken a lot of heat. I mean, he's got family members telling him he's possessed by Satan, but Uh I keep an eye on this kid because if he gets through like the, the current wave of Republican hysteria, you know, everyone's look. Oh, Tom Cotton wants to run. Jim Jordan wants to run. You you know, uh, Madison Cawthorn, you get all these fucking reactionary yahoos who are talking about running for office in 2024. And, Kinzinger, I think, is setting himself up as as being the guy who can cross the aisle on these things. He cute too. He a hunk. <laughs> oh, you're just saying that because he's possessed by Satan. But <laughs> here's here's what I'm wondering about because you know got into this whole tirade that I'm off on with can the Democrats accomplish anything or everything? And this passed the House. Which was pretty amazing. But now, as anyone who's watched Schoolhouse Rock and paid attention knows, now it's got to go to the Senate. And I'm wondering, the NRA has declared bankruptcy. So are they still buying senators to vote against rational gun safety legislation? Will this will this go through in the Senate? Well, the, all the Republicans well, have- are going to vote against it. Yeah, and now that we have an, an attorney general who might actually look and see the source of the money that's coming into the NRA, because Russia was funneling funds for Trump through the NRA, that's why they wanted to block Merrick Garland so much. Because, like the you know, like the NRA has been doing whatever they want, and and uh, I mean, I'm glad that they had to move to Texas, you know. But I like, mean, uh, is is that the thing? Like, are they? Are are Republican senators going to do the NRA's bidding when there's no money coming in? And the NRA is basically like, you know, saying, hey, man, you know, uh, we're we're just going to give you some IOUs, but, you know, we're going to move to Texas and get our shit together. And and then we'll be back with money again, man. 
I think I think they will because if they can pass enough legislation to let the NRA get back to where they were, then they're going to get paid like that again. Because right now well, they're not getting bribed enough. You know. Well, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know that the money is that that NRA money is really as. Um, as much of a cause as relevant as it was because like yes the nra money built it but now the machine is running on its own yeah so they they reflexively how are they going to appeal to these voters anymore they don't have anything guns are guns and abortion are the only issues that they have anymore concrete issues and racism and racism but that's not yes but i mean the things that you can actually put on paper and say this is what we believe i mean um, it's a well. I mean, a lot government. of them. A lot of them are voter putting it ID on paper that yeah, we yeah. we we believe right. that black people shouldn't be voting. Uh, yeah. So that I mean, oh, and they well, are they are they are putting that account. on paper. They're in you know bills that they're passing in Arizona and Georgia. They're putting it on paper when the the RNC lawyer says to the Supreme Court, "Well, our problem is if you know all these people vote, we're not going to win." <laughs> Right. Yep. You know, do you know, I'm, I'm getting a little off topic here, but I was just talking to my mom this morning and we were talking about uh, past as prologue and, and that basically what happened in, in the Capitol building on January 6th was, was a, a real mirror of the burning down of Black Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, just, 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 just crazy racist white people just on the rampage because they don't want uh, out of fear of equality or other people being able to exist in, in our society i'm curious well, what was, your thoughts are on you know with the voter suppression thing as well as um and you brought up you know the the, the insurrection being like black wall street it also goes to 1890 1898 oh. in where they overthrew the government because blacks were prominent at that time, and the poor whites got with the the prominent blacks, which called they called it the fusion uh, group, and they eventually won. And so the prominent whites decided that oh, that's bullshit, and we're going to uh, overtake the government. Yeah, and they did it, and they formed the militia and burned everything down and ran all the black people out of town. Wow, and, and so it happened. Yes, in nineteen, you know, in uh, twenty-one with uh, Black Wall Street, uh, you know, they was they was taking land, and they'd been doing it for years. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, and so that's why people get upset. They say, "Well, you know, that was years ago, Ty. It's not that. No, dude, this. That's why they always tell you to pay attention to history. Yeah, because history can repeat itself, and we have to stop it." From repeating itself there's economic jealousy you know they think that they're when they when you hear them saying this is our place they're taking our land they're taking our freedom you know they and here comes what the first thing they got to do is go grab a gun you know they don't want to talk anymore they don't want to i mean and they mind you no one's ever said anything about you drinking out of a a, a colored water fountain or all the opportunities that you that you got, and you have you heard his rich, you heard white dude say, "I had no opportunity. I had to pull myself up by the bootstrap." Well, you know, brother, will tell you, we didn't have shoes. What the fuck? We had no bootstrap. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's it's it's, uh, it's it's when you do the history. I don't care if you're doing uh, redlining. I don't care if you're talking about the you know the voters' right. Why do we need all these different 
Voting Rights Act. Why did we need the Civil Rights Act? You know, and and people who are still alive today voted against the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. There are those that did not want the Civil Rights Act to pass. They didn't even want the Voting Rights Act to pass. You know, why did we have to create all this shit? Why? Because you were fucking all over people. There was not a fair shake. And people have been fighting for this stuff for years. And every time you fight for it, the white dudes think that he's losing something. They start saying you're taking something. Just like wearing a mask. They, they, they politicize the mask. You're taking my freedom. I can't. I should be able to do this. No. You should not be able to do it because you're killing each other. We're going we're gonna to knock each other off like you were saying earlier, Dave. Can we trust Americans to do the right thing? No, you cannot. Yeah. People ask you, what's the problem with our, what's wrong with society? Humans. That's what's wrong with society, yeah. humans. I, I read a really interesting quote this week, and uh, it's going to sound like I'm off on a tangent, but go with me. Have, uh, I don't know if you guys have Hulu. But have you seen the uh, Derek Delgadio special uh, in and of itself? No. Oh, my God. Like, I I would almost say I will pay for your first month of Hulu, but, you know, work. Uh, okay. But so worth it. Uh, if they do, like, a trial period just for this show, and it's one of those things, like, people, ah, I don't want to, like, talk about it because it gives too much away. But... Derek Delgadio, uh, the first time I saw him, he was performing as part of a duo. Uh, saw him at the Magic Castle and does like uh, card tricks and other illusions and stuff. But he's got a new book out and uh, they were uh, writing about it and uh, talking to him uh, in, the, in the New Yorker. And his new book is called Amoral Man. And for a while, he was working as like a card sharp at this like private poker game where the house hired him to basically, you know, this, we got all these like rich marks coming in and you need to take their money. And he made the point that the thing was, you know, people always say, Oh, well, you know, Republicans are better at playing the game. He realized through doing what he was doing, you know, and working this job that, it's not a game. And the, the players, the people who are the marks, the people who are sitting at the table, think it's a game. And they think that there are rules. Whereas he knows that there's not actually a game. It's the, the ending's already written. House is going to win. And so he, he said uh, that with Republicans, it's not that they're better at playing the game. It's that they're better at simulating the act of playing the game. Hmm. and interesting yeah it's you know i it like i read that i was like wow that makes a lot of sense and it goes back to the old you know lyndon johnson quote that we've mentioned on this show a lot you know about you convince the the poorest white man you know that he's better than the average black guy and not only can you can you pick his pockets he'll empty them out for you and this is the thing it's that the 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 Democrats are trying to believe that we are a nation of laws and and there are rules, and the Republicans don't give a shit, you know. No, <laughs> it's like rules rules are for suckers. There. I mean, they created the rules, but you know what? It's like um, 
I've been reading uh, Ibram Kendi's book, um, Stamp from the Beginning, and you had assimilationists, you had segregationists, and you had abolitionists, you know, all these people that kept saying, but every time, oh, and the guys with the racial, they had racial ideas. So every time something came up, you know, can you be a Christian and a slave? Oh, well, well wait a minute, we got to change that. That's not going to work. And they just kept changing the rules to fit to where a white man would be in charge, whether you were dealing with religion, whether you were dealing with the woman. If a white, so so they even stated that if a uh, white man wanted to, you know, uh, uh, sleep with a a black slave, he could, you know. But if a white female decided to do it, she was a disgrace to the nation. She wasn't allowed to have a big black buck. Well, you know, because you don't know how dark the baby would be, and then you're right. you're the royal family all of a sudden, right? And then, but you also a Christian can't be a slave, but we'll make you a Christian. Then they just said, okay, we'll make you Christians. We'll even baptize you, but you got to stay a slave because they, they mm-hmm. were so worried about. And then it was the whole thing about you know uh, this woman, Miss uh, Elizabeth Keys, you know, or Phyllis, Elizabeth or Phyllis. Uh, she she was a slave, and she ended up writing this beautiful poetry and they she was questioned by 18 white dudes that said there's no goddamn way at 13 years old you wrote this can't do it and this is doing slave time and they they drilled her on these questions and everything and because they said oh so you actually can learn well then you're not as dumb we thought but you still must stay a slave and so it was just amazing how they just kept changing the rules and I, and, and so like you were saying they they have rules but they're not going to play by them they show you rules but we're going to keep moving the goalposts. Yeah, well, the rules are for off. you. Yeah, we we are above that. We're we're right. you know we're Texan Republicans. We don't need rules. And when when the consequences happen, that's your fault. Right. Mm-hmm. It's America. Good times. Yeah. And, 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 and and they say like they said, America. You know, they always say the American dream. That's a slogan. You know, all these different slogans that we had, land of the free, bullshit. Oh, it's know? all, it's <laughs> all marketing. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, they put it out there. That's, some people actually believe it. We're Americans. What does that mean anymore? Some people just say, man, look, I'm just trying to survive, bro. You know, they just. <laughs> That's what you know? it means. <laughs> or or a, a guy said to me, say, hey, ship, he's a Republican, by all means, and a Trump supporter. Did you get a check? I said, yes, I did. $12? Yeah. You know, you don't deserve that check. You should give it back. And, man, that, that every time I see his ass, it just bothers me. I, I definitely, I, motherfucker flew off my tongue, Dave, before I could get it out back into my mouth. It was just out. And it just <laughs> felt like, you know, how could you tell me that I don't deserve anything? And that's another thing that's wrong with these people. They don't want other people. Who doesn't want other people to achieve? Well, it, you, it depends who those control? people are. And if, if they're, they're black and it's going to make them think they're better than me, <laughs> then I, random, random Republican American, am against it. If, right. if it's going to hurt me to hurt them, but it's going to hurt them more, let the hurting begin. Because yeah, we're Republicans. Probably, it's probably going to be on the news or something, but. I Who'd guess you, burn you heard up? about the about the high school kids who uh, the, uh, I think it was the girls' basketball team in some little small town, and they went to uh, they did the they played the national anthem, and um, 
the uh, the girls decided to take a knee, and it was a group of them. It was blacks and whites that took a knee, and the announcer called them the N word. Said, "Look at it, yeah, it's on, it's on uh, Yahoo News. It's on Yahoo News. Oh my God! Yeah, so just called all of them. When, when, say, when did well, this happen? We're gonna have to, huh? When when was this? Uh, it had to be sometime this weekend, uh, this week. So has happened. has the RNC offered him a job in their communications office yet? Uh, he, he's <laughs> probably, he I mean, they really didn't say. Um, I posted it on Facebook, but they really didn't. Um, you know, they said, well, you know, we're going to have to talk to him about that. No, no, he should be fired instantly. It's like, dude, to talk to him about that. Oh my yeah. God. What? What discussion? These are girls. <laughs> yeah. They took a knee and you, you call them, you know, and you put the ER and the S on the end of it. All of them. Oh, I thought that even Republicans agreed on that because that was like the goalpost that they kept pushing for like, for like Donald Trump being a racist. Like, oh yeah, he puts Kip Brown kids in cages, but I don't think he's a racist. Oh yeah, he called, you know, black athletes sons of bitches, but I don't think he's racist. Like if there's footage of him saying the N word, that's the only criteria that Republicans have for um, uh, being defined as a racist. And well, now this guy's- I mean, they, you know, they, they refuse to call him a, a sexual miscreant or believe that he's capable of sexual harassment. But you got the Access Hollywood tape. That's on tape. You know, it's yeah, the, but that the, was locker room talk, and like women kind of deserve it. But Did you see what she was wearing? <laughs> God, I that's hate the thing. People. You know, it, it 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 was we we were all like loving it four years ago or however long ago it was when when James Comey was saying, "Lordy, I I hope there are tapes." Well, there are tapes. You know, and I mean, you you look at what's going on with the voter suppression, with Trump trying to steal the election in Georgia, and we got new tapes. There are now new tapes of him calling the head investigator and trying to weasel that. Tapes don't matter. He could he could be on tape wearing a Klan uniform, tap dancing on on the grave of Sammy Davis Jr., and and burning a cross. And Republicans would just come up, well, you know, it was youthful indiscretion. Dude, that was last week. Well, you know, he's young at heart. You're right. It's, There's nothing. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. I, and and I, I would love to agree with Liz just that there's something concrete that could actually mean something, but there's nothing. And I don't say that lightly. I've been shocked to find that there's nothing. Well, and they also know, I mean, when this is all done, I mean, you know, because it's uh, Trump's, um, who's the guy, the acting uh, uh, head at, at the Pentagon that, oh. that uh, they brought in. He, um, he came out and stated that Trump, you know, this was all on Trump. He, he, he put it all together. I don't understand why Merrick Garland can't have him arrested. Well, Time. I don't, I don't it, know why. I don't. I don't know why charges can't be filed against him because five. I mean, what you got? Uh, what? How many people died at the Capitol? Yeah, how many people died at the Capitol? I think it was six. One guy, if you count five the, or six. The, the the it was it was five on the day, and then uh, uh, one of the guards took his own life like the next day or a couple of days later. So it's two yeah. six if you count. Uh, the yeah, suicide. he should be able. He they should be because it's going to come down. You're going to find out that Trump is the reason why the uh, National Guard didn't come for three and a half hours. Yeah, 
Well, I think, you know, with Merrick Garland, it's, I've been saying this on, on the show for the last month or so, but the Republicans are really going to regret not allowing Merrick Garland to take a seat on the Supreme Court. And I don't say this out of any belief that he's going to be acting from a place of vengeance. I believe he is going to be acting from a place of obeying and enforcing the law. Yeah, but even like if you say he's doing it from justice, yeah, it sounds like a bad Steven Seagal setup. Right. Well, well, he, he definitely wants to clean up. He knows. When he gets there, he he's there now. But I'm saying he knows what Barr did, and he and they, they disgraced the office. Oh, they there's really they've done so so much dirt. These investigations are going to be ongoing for four years. They're going to clean up some. They're going to. I mean, the the crap is deep. You got to go in. It's. I mean, it's it's damn near over their head. There's so much shit they're going to be cleaning up, and they can. They tried to cover it up, but you're not going to be able to. They're going to find it. Dave, I'm just curious. Why do you say that uh, they're going to regret not having put him on? Like, meaning, why would he? Why is he more formidable on uh, as the AG than someone else would have been? Well, I'm not necessarily saying that. You know, he's better. He's going to be better than like a Sally Yates would have been. You know, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that he is better than anyone else who may have been up for the job. But I think because a of his dedication to the law. B, especially in light of the insurrection on the 6th and yeah, the, the fact that it looks, I mean, there's already a connection between the Proud Boys and the White House. And I think we're going to see connections between people in Congress. You know, there were talks about the recon tours before the 6th, but his experience prosecuting Timothy McVeigh and... Um, you know, it's yeah. I, I think he is oh, they, yeah, in yeah. so many ways the right guy for the job. Mm-hmm. P.S. Before we had surveillance equipment like we do now, like they caught Timothy McVeigh before there was a camera on everybody on, on every well, corner. Well, and that's the thing; it's tra- not even the tracking on cameras. Phones. Yeah, it's it's well, it's not even that. It's the self-incrimination with these idiots posting shit on social media. I want to find that bomber. I want to find that bomber. Like. Like, you know, like, like I, 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 the Trump supporters that I do know of that I have a, like unfriended, like I'll check their Instagram to see where they were on the sixth, just because I want to turn one of those fuckers in like, like you know, what I mean? <laughs> like get them. Hey, if you, um, if you can't get the game show money, then go after the crime stoppers cash. Amen. That's- <laughs> oh, I got the game show. I got the game show money. Oh uh, yeah. And also Cha-ching. why am I, why am I on Lauren Bobert's um, email email list and why is she calling me kimberly this is just random i i don't know i i get texts asking asking if lydia wants to sell her house and oh yeah yeah. i think it's it's one of those things like just block the number because if you respond that they know you're home and and they'll never stop coming who's lauren bobert She's the uh, the representative from Colorado who oh, yeah. uh, has the she she dropped out of high school. Uh, she has a, a gun themed restaurant, and she lied about being pro gun because someone was beaten up uh, and and beaten to death outside of a restaurant. Hmm. Uh, and this the, there was a conversation on uh, one of the Facebook groups I'm in, but. 
you know, it, it was brought out into the news this week that, you know, this, this whole thing is maybe ripped from the headlines, but more based on a true story. Uh, the fact of the matter was, uh, there was, there was an argument between some street people about a block, three blocks away from a restaurant where someone got pushed down in a fight and, uh, later died from meth intoxication. Oh, wow. And so she, well, there, you know, I saw someone get beaten up outside of my restaurant. And so I believe that we should all have guns. It's like, well, because yeah, if, you know, you wanna... if you hear the truth of the story, it's like, so you're going to stop smoking meth? Nope. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where that sounds apocryphal. Like kind of like, uh, when you go into, when you go into the public restroom and you hear from one of the stalls corn, when did I have corn? <laughs> it didn't actually happen. It didn't happen that way. It was the mess. It was the mess. <laughs> we say that all the time around that house. It's like at least like once every two weeks. Uh. We are we are just about out of time, and we we open the show talking about what special day it is, and uh, tomorrow because today is March thirteenth. Tomorrow is March fourteenth. Three one four. It's pie day, so uh, I I got some pies to be baking. But before before we do wrap things up, one of the big things in the news this week that a lot of people were talking about was how Democrats were busy passing this $1.9 trillion relief package that is going to help Americans. Meanwhile, the Republicans were trying to to raise outrage uh, about cancel culture. And one of the most recent, quote-unquote, victims of this cancel culture is Pepe Le Pew, uh, the, the Harvey Weinstein of the animal world. But now, here's the thing, and we've talked about this on the show before. In my mind, you know, and it, it varies case to case on, like, what rehabilitation really entails. But I think with the amount of time that we saw between Space Jam and this, the upcoming sequel, there will be plenty of time between now and the next movie for Pepe Le Pew to do some soul searching and 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 to to really you know find the the motivation to change, and then rehab his reputation. So, haven't come up with the script yet, but got to get in touch with the folks at Warner because I am pitching Space Jam Three: The Search for Skunk. <gasps> Genius. Thank you. <laughs> That's adorable. He's going to be, I'd love to see him at like one of those, like he's, he's like in like one of those spa commercials and he's like, I used to attack cats <laughs> thinking they were a skunk. It was not my fault. I think I am a sex addict. <laughs> I have since realized that I'm not allowed to grow up other people even when love potion has been hoisted upon me. <laughs> it's Yeah, I mean, really, like, within five years, you could see Pepe Le Pew and Ben Affleck together advertising, like, a mild sedative antidepressant. Or, like, a new spa in Malibu. <laughs> like, hey, like, uh... hey. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, throw Andrew Cuomo in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. 
Good old Andrew. You know, know, but they, you know, I was talking to Coop about this last night. I was like, you know, they got to do it. They got to do it. I mean, if you're going to go after Trump, you got we got to go after people on our side. And that's why when Letitia James locks up Donald Trump, she'll be able to be like, hey, you know what? I don't care who you are. You do wrong. I'm coming for you. I don't care if you're Cuomo. I don't care if you're Trump. I don't care if you're Lara Trump. I don't care if you're Ivanka Trump or Tiffany Trump. Did I say Andrew Cuomo already? <laughs> also all the Trumps. Like, like well, you know what I mean? No, I I'll think, tell you, the, the power of the poo takes you down again. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. That stuff is powerful, baby. Although I, I think it's, I'm, it's I'm been interesting. I'm going to get tattooed on my back. <laughs> really, you should get it tattooed on your front. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. said Dion. Celine Dion sang that. Power of uh, Poon. Celine Dion, yeah. yeah. That was Celine Dion. I'll have Power Dion. of the Poon on my back and then Power of the Poon on my front. Uh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that'll work. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Every it's, guy keeps falling for it. I, I think it's interesting, though, the way the, the whole Andrew Cuomo thing has rolled out. And I, I support him in saying that, yeah, there should be an investigation. But I think what the investigation will show is that this isn't this isn't an Al Franken situation. Like you did some fucked up shit, man. But I I think they should do the investigation and when it is found that he did what he is accused of, he should pack his bags and, and say thank you very much. But I do think we do need to watch how the Republicans are treating this with, with the messaging and stuff, because I, early on, I, I did hear the conspiracy theory that, well, you know, the Republicans are just trying to do the character assassination so they can replace him as governor and then have a Republican governor pardon Donald Trump on the state crimes. So no, wouldn't it be the lieutenant that wouldn't governor happen, who well, takes over and she's a right. Democrat? But then, you know, when the next election comes around, if, if the Republicans are going to try and campaign on some sort of moral high ground that they believe they oh, have. I, think, I mean, if, if Charles Manson rose from the dead and became a Democrat and ran against a Republican, I would be voting for Charles Manson. Like, like uh, and so would so would like all all of the New Yorkers. I think New. I don't York, know where does Manson like, stand on the estate tax. <laughs> I think he's for it. I think I think yeah. You know, wasn't he all about like taking stuff from rich people, like uh, yeah. in order to start a race war? Though, so we'll leave the yeah. race war. Around. Well, that's that's his cross party appeal. Give me your house. He does want to take from the rich. But he wants a race war. This is bipartisanship at its finest. And he doesn't want to give it to the poor. He wants to keep it for himself so that he can have, like, orgies with, like, like, oh, all right, I'm not voting for Charles Manson. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. Well, still, it depends. Who's the Republican? Who are they running against him? (laughs) I know, right? Is it If it's against Donald Trump, I'll vote for Charles Manson. At least he cares about the environment, you know? Yeah. He he did, like, trees, you know? Yeah, peeing on them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he also oh, liked, uh, he, he lo- he is, liked uh, is... Mad Dog 2020 too Hey, who doesn't? Speaking of which, I gotta get to a 12-step meeting No, I don't uh, But uh, I, I think, yeah Talking about uh, the, the potential Manson 2024 ticket Is a good place to end the show So it has... <laughs> It has been a lovely coronaversary, 
And for, for having spent a year in various stages of lockdown, I, I can't think of a better group of folks to commemorate the first year with. So I want to thank you guys for being here and, and being on the show today. Katie Massa Kennedy, always fantastic. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. You can check out um, through the app or if you can do a search through your cable subscriber or whatever for On Demand. Uh, I was on a show on GSM called Chain Reaction, and you can take a look and see if I win the big money. No whammies. On Tuesday. So look for um, the team called Writer's Circle. Nice. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, possibly congratulations but mm-hmm. you'll you'll have to find this week's episode of chain reaction to know for sure mm-hmm. god i Ooh. love ending ending an outro on a cliffhanger i think this might be the first time this has been done on this show so yeah, yeah. bravo well, another when you edit it, can you put some music behind it I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> no 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 we'll 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 cut it and like we're going to keep it in, but then we're also going to re-edit it as a separate PSA, you know, for for female pioneers in podcasting. Ending your <laughs> outro on a cliffhanger, Katie Massa Kennedy. I think, it, yeah, we we make. Uh, I well, I guess we can't use the uh, Gone with the the Wind music because that's. Well, that's bad, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know. We'll find something. There's inspirational music out there. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again here on the show. Mm -hmm. So thanks. Liz Stewart. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It is always great to have you on with us. And should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Just because I'm a mess and I can't let things go, I think you should use the Dallas theme music whenever they would have a cliffhanger or dynasty at the end of Katie's um, uh, announcement. And um, uh, back to the question you actually asked me. Um, uh, (laughs) If if you want to find me online, I'm at Liz Stewart Comic on Twitter and Liz Stewart I'm crowning on Instagram and Liz Stewart Barnes, I think, on Facebook. But if you see me online, just... Just just message me or leave it in the comments. You really should be writing. So because I'm worried, I'm, I'm, I need I'm the world is coming back and I need to get I, I need to write some jokes. I need to finish the screenplay. I need to start another screenplay. I need to do some squats. So if I'm not doing squats to firm up my ass and thighs, I need to be in front of a computer or reading a book. Don't let me get online. Mm-hmm. You know what's yeah. what's that uh, the app slash service whatever it is where like you pay celebrities to to deliver a message to someone. Oh, cameo, cameo. Yeah, I wonder if Barry Gibb is on cameo because if so, maybe we can uh, do a GoFundMe to get Barry Gibb to do do a cameo for Liz. You should be writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, so be right. Yeah. Or 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 you, you yeah. got the right stuff, baby. Yeah. 
Yeah, just like if you're thinking of me throughout the day, just and and I know you do. Um, please, yeah, please, please, uh, uh, text me and uh, or or call me and say, right, what are you doing right now? What are you What are you What, what right are you now? writing? What Nothing. Am I writing? Why not? Why not? Yeah, just what are you writing? Just what are you writing? What am I writing? Or you better be spending it with your daughter. You know what I mean? Exercise, yeah. write, spend time with your daughter, yoga, burn some incense. Oh, God, I've got too many things to do. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, drink your milk, don't do drugs. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, what's that? I'm overwhelmed. It, hey, it's, you know, <laughs> you you would think, you know, at the outset, ah, after a year of pandemic, we'll, we'll have this whole thing down. Nope. No, we no. don't. No. no. Well, thank you for, for taking a break from writing and being with us today. Uh, I think it was, it was a lovely time and, and a good use of time. No, no, oh, you're welcome. Get, I haven't started yet. Yeah. Get back to the <laughs> writing that you, the back to the, it hasn't started yet. Oh no. There's like a temporal shift. Oh dear God. <laughs> Well, we're going to need to invent a time machine for you to be able to get back to the writing that you haven't started yet. So we all have things to do. I was just kidding. Okay. No. What? <laughs> Edit this out. Okay. <laughs> right on. Uh, Mr. Time and Chip, always a pleasure. Thank you for being with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh what is the time and ship at Wimbley.com is my new website, as well as uh, you can get me a time and ship at Instagram, time and ship at Facebook, time and ship at LinkedIn, as well as uh, time and ship at Twitter. You can pick up my book, My East St. Louis, uh, on uh, Amazon.com, as well as my CD, uh, Universal Brother, which is also on uh, CD Baby and iTunes and Spotify. Right on. Well, thank you for being here with us today. It was uh, it was quite delightful. Me, I'm I'm Doctor David Robinson, and you can catch me online on the Facebook, all spelled out, Doctor David Robinson, and on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well on Facebook. We are all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L, where we take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and even the platforms where you're not. What the hell, if you have the time, we'd appreciate if you took a little bit and gave it to us if you didn't like what you heard well not sure why you're still listening but thank you for sticking around make you a deal you don't tell anyone we won't tell anyone everybody's happy we will be back next week in one form or another until then goodbye, goodbye.